Hello everybody and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the World Through Electrospects podcast. If you hear something that you think you would like to see from this particular episode, please feel free to check out the video version of the podcast or check out the show notes, all of which can be found at twtepodcast.com. Enjoy the show. Cowboys, cowgirls, space rangers, and uh, dinosaurs, T-Rexes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, thanks for tuning in to the and what and the and the big bank and And the 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 piggy bank. Yeah, I I don't know where I'm (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the World Through Electro Specs podcast. I'm Caleb and I'm Pete, bringing things to a crashing halt right off the start. Kind of like the trailer. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Tie that in. Didn't even try. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what I meant to do. I mean, tie that in. Uh, great uh, uh, forethought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all Anyways. here at uh, the World Through Electrospecs. Is it? No. I mean, we have been taking more notes before the show. Or at least I have. Uh, a little bit. I didn't You've do it as much as last time. That's but fine. That's fine. I did. Yeah. So uh, this episode, we are covering uh, kind of both, but mainly the first uh, teaser trailer that we that was released earlier this year. Uh, looks like it was uh, at least on the Disney Pixar YouTube channel. Uh, it was published on November twelfth of twenty eighteen, or early last, or or, or or later last year, depending on when you're listening to this. <laughs> oh, sure. Right. right. Um. But uh, we're covering this. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's much to talk about at first glance. There's there's not much going on. It's mainly just looking like a fun character introduction. No no uh, huge elements of storyline involved. Uh, I just had a quick panic moment thinking we weren't recording, but we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do I do think that there's a lot to pull from this trailer. 
um, beneath the surface. And I, I have some interesting ideas here. Aside from just talking about cast and crew, we were talking about this a little bit um, in the blue room, in the green room, uh, in the pre when we were before we were recording. Whatever is sure. it, the blue room or the green? Yeah, room? yeah, the the room, the room, the blue and green room. It's the exactly podcast colors. Uh, but I think I think there's a decent amount of stuff to pull from this. So uh, let's just let's just jump. Uh, oh, I, I said I didn't want to use that phrase. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just get let's just get on with it. Uh, so initial thoughts. I'll let you go first this time. Um, yeah, this is a little bit odd. Um, the the introduction of uh Sporky Forky, Forky, which is it? Forky, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that in itself is just kind of, um, you know, it's it's just odd, right? It just does not fit the traditional Toy Story storyline. Even in Toy Story 1, even though they had the kind of morphed, weird, kind of um, put-together toys from other toys, where in the world does this fork come from, right? So so I think that's the that's the biggest oddity of it. My other initial thought is... This little uh, kind of merry-go-round celebration of everyone holding hands and spinning in a circle is wonderful. Um, but I think, I mean, did you pick up on that is in Andy's room? Um, it's got that. So the background seems to be the clouds right? from Andy's wallpaper. wallpaper. Yeah. And did um, you know which that, is weird. Well, did you know that that wallpaper is also in Monsters, Inc.? Oh, that I did not know. Yeah, yeah, it's in. Uh, I believe it's in the little girl's room when uh, that little uh, um, chameleon style guy who turns into the backgrounds mm-hmm. when he was sneaking through there. Yeah, turns into the backgrounds. That's the weirdest way I've heard somebody describe camouflage. Uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, you know they're spinning around circles there in Andy's room, and Forky kind of is at the end of the line. Do you think it's Andy's room, or do you think they're just kind of because? Because that blue sky with the clouds that is Andy's wallpaper, it's a very classic and iconic look for the Toy Story franchise. Do you think they're just kind of kind of sticking with branding and what people are familiar with by doing that? Or do you think it is a reference to Andy's room somehow? I'm I'm kind of going with both. I'm kind of hoping somehow there's, you know, so I, Andy's... Whoa, okay, wait a minute now, because Andy's grown up. Right, the end of uh, Toy Story 3, which... I mean, it's so kind of it's an, not Andy's room. Kind of, an, kind of an older movie, so I mean, I guess we don't need to worry too much about spoilers with Toy Story three, especially if you're listening to the podcast on Toy Story four. But right. um, no, be- the end of Toy Story three, Andy Andy grew up. I, I think he went to college, I believe, yeah. and um, he donated all of his toys to a new uh, a little girl, like a new owner for the toys. So. Oh, right. Even if we were to revisit Andy for some mm. reason in the storyline, um, I don't see why he would. It would be in the same bedroom setting as the origi- as the other movies. Yeah, right. You know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny too is um, we should have had a guest on the show today as uh, having my wife join us. Oh. She's, uh, she's adding some commentary from the other from the other room. Is she's she definitely disappointed in my memory of Toy Story? Is she? Well, she's just in the other room. She can come in and join for a few minutes if she wants to. Uh, today's her birthday. Big shout out. Um, happy birthday. birthday so. Happy birthday, too. Happy birthday when you guys watch, but... 
Pete's yeah. wife. How does she? I mean, I was gonna say her name, but I just does she want <laughs> does she want her name <laughs> right all over the internet? Right uh, yeah. to our three listeners. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, you you, right? <laughs> uh, you make a good point though with um with with my lack of re- remembering the, the storyline for the last three. So where could this be taking place? We do have a little teaser that I'm sure if anyone has dived in and kind of did some research, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but right. There was a second. Um, so the, the poster materials that have been released for this movie show um, lights inside the letters for the toy story Four logo uh kind of like a, a channel letter or a box letter that you would see at a carnival and then there was a second teaser trailer that was released that was kind of a it was a weird mesh between in universe but also self-aware of the movie's existence kind of promotional of the okay, movie yeah. of uh well, two two new characters uh oh, that yes. are being added to the movie uh that are voiced by key and peel uh classic comedy duo and uh they're talking about toy story as a movie within the universe and they're definitely at a carnival of some sort yes um, and if you look up the quick little sino- uh, the quick little excerpt on imdb of kind of a description of the movie it reads when a new toy called forky joins woody and the gang a road trip alongside old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy so there's no there's no mention there about a carnival, but given the given the context, it seems like they're going on a road trip of some sort and end up running into either a carnival or they end up being donated or accidentally packed up with a traveling carnival of some sort, and that's the road trip they're on. So right, right. I don't know which one of those it is, there. but sorry, right. and I said how they get there is is. We just can't seem to dig deep enough, and they're keeping it really under wraps with mm-hmm. that too. And uh, I think it's just—I mean, Pixar is really well known for their Easter eggs in <laughs> all of their films and everything. So I'm really kind of like trying to find something. So that's why I'm feeling like digging really, really. Although there doesn't seem like much content within this uh, initial teaser trailer digging deep and trying to find meaning in things that seem normal or that seem like they're just don't have any meaning, I think will actually give us more of an insight on what's going on with this movie. Um, at the very least, make things a little bit more interesting with like, give it more context. Right. Because it totally seems like it's within the the realm of of Disney and Pixar to do uh, release a trailer like this that doesn't seem it's very uh, uh, inconspicuous. And then when you dig deeper, you realize there's some meaning in what they're doing. Right. Uh, And I think, um, you know, if if you if you kind of scour a little bit on the Internet, you'll see some quick interviews with uh, Alan and Hanks. And both of them have said that the ending they had a hard time holding it together when they actually sat and watched yep. it. They so. both they both have said that, and also, and something we'll get into a little bit here in a second, um, some of the stuff, if you do kind of dig deeper and try to find some meaning where there seems like there isn't within this teaser trailer, um, it gets pretty dark. Yeah, there's that one moment where it looks like they're in some kind of potato chip oven or something like that. What are you that. talking about? Potato oh, chip? you haven't seen that yet. Potato oh, there, there's a few little cutscenes um, during some of those interviews. Uh, oh, yeah. um, there. I'm. I think they're 
if the interviews you were talking about, uh, if they were th- showing clips, they were probably showing clips from uh, Toy Story three when they were when all the toys were seemingly about to die when they were going into the furnace. Oh dang! Yeah, yeah. potato uh, chip oven. My mind. Potato chip oven. <laughs> Good lord! All right, I guess I'm out. Good luck on the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. So uh, another quick initial thought that I had um, that's kind of a fun fact that I'm sure you're already aware of um, uh, in relation to the the other potato chip oven. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I don't know what you were thinking. Uh, That might be the title of the episode, honestly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So the first Toy Story movie was released in 1995. Okay. 95. 95. That was uh, so if this movie is oh released in in 2019, that was the first Toy Story movie was released 24 years ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> look at the look on your face. Oh my gosh. Your eyes were like darting back and forth like you were just your life was just flashing before your eyes. <laughs> it was. Kind of was. Uh that, and um, to that's, date, sorry. That's the same year that uh, that my daughter was born. I would, yeah. Nuh-uh. No, Christina and oh, I were the oh, same. Oh, she was born in '94. Yeah, '95. So yeah. I might, I might want to cut that. Oh, it's, forget man. when your daughter was born. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> no, no, no. Let it roll. I'm, All I'm right. already embarrassing myself. I might as well just keep on going. Okay. '94. Well, I did 24. She's 24 years old, and you know what happened. Yeah. But we're the we're the we're the same age. So that's what I was gonna say. To date myself, I was one year old when the first movie came out. When did you first see it? Not to go down a rabbit hole. Oh knows, man! Huh? I think just because it was popular and it was kids, it was like a kids movie, and it was around, uh, and it came out just shortly after I was born. I think it was just integrated into my upbringing in a way that. I can't remember the first time I watched it, to be totally honest with you. I just remember it being around for forever, yeah. which is why, um, unlike a good portion, I mean, we talked a lot about the Transformers trailers, but uh, they were just kind of like, oh, cool, new Transformers stuff. This is the first movie that is a direct connection to something that I grew up with, and this is the first time I'm actually really getting emotionally invested in the nostalgia of of getting involved in this franchise again and being excited for a new movie to come out. Yeah, seeing these characters on screen again. There's there's so many one-liners that I've used for 24 years. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, with my kids and. I don't know. They're just part of part of who I am now. So I'm it's, Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> There's a snake in my yeah. boot. You oh. are not a toy. Okay, this is the rest of the episode. Is just going to be. Yeah. Oh no, wait. You are a toy. Not, you, you are, not a, are toy. a toy. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is great too, because that's kind of how we're going to leave everyone with today is a little bit of uh, pranking on Woody and Buzz. So that'll be great. Right. Right. Uh, so the. the, the, the Speaking on that, the second teaser trailer, um, although there seems to be a lot to pull from this one, the first one, the second one, I tried to see what I could find there, but it looked like mostly generic stuff. They were just focusing on the new characters, so there's not a whole lot to talk about, it seems, with that one. So I think we're just going to save that trailer and audio for the uh, end of the episode as kind of an outro, a nice bookend. So we'll get to that later. Yeah. So uh, cast, the biggest news. Keanu? Oh, you think that's the biggest news? Oh, well, there's. I mean, that is there's a, been that a is big shift. But there's been a big shift because um, yeah. Bo Peep was supposed to be 
the main focus of the movie. Well, yeah, initially that was uh, the idea, was that the storyline of this movie was supposed to be some sort of romantic comedy between Woody and Bo yeah. Peep, which sounds super weird, to be honest with you. <laughs> right, creepy. Um, but that was back when uh, it was directed by... So uh, uh, initially this movie was going to be... And this is the shift you keep mentioning. Yeah. Originally this movie was meant to be directed by John Lasseter um, and then co-directed by Joss Cooley. Uh, and it was written by Will McCormick and Rashida Jones. Which yes. the main name that pops out to me there, just because of the the realm of things that I'm uh, familiar with, is Rashida Jones. I was not aware of the fact that she uh, did any writing, uh, but you may immediately, or at least I immediately recognized her from being one of the main characters in both The Office and Parks and Rec. Um, but as far as her writing credits are concerned, she doesn't have many of them. Um, she actually, the thing that stands out to me the most, uh, two things that stand out to me the most, as far as what she wrote, uh, was nosedive the, which was, uh, an episode of black mirror, um, and hot girls wanted turned on, which I don't know if you're familiar with hot girls wanted. Um, but that was a, uh, documentary on Netflix, I believe, uh, that was about, uh, women who work in the porn industry and how they got into it and kind of, uh, painting them in the light of we are in control of our bodies kind of thing. Hmm. So that being said, having her jump onto Toy Story after... Really, only having a few writing credits was interesting. Yeah, very um, much. that might understand some of the complications, as she put it in one of her quote in one of her uh, interviews. Right, and yeah. that's that's what I was getting to next was hmm. that there's been a huge shift. Um, John Lasseter is actually, uh, for those who don't know, John Lasseter actually uh, directed. He well, he produced. Uh, the other Toy Story movies. He has a very, very long list of Disney movies that he's been producing for years. Um, he's still credited as the executive producer for Toy Story 4, uh, but he's no longer... Uh, he kind of started the original story. He he wrote the original story uh, c- just because he was involved in the writing to begin with. Um, so he's got a long history and has experience with not only this franchise, but it's surrounding franchises within Pixar, but he's actually, um, stepped down or left, uh, some, he's not related to this for some reason. Um, and his co-director, Josh Cooley is now taking over as being the primary, the primary director, um, who apparently he doesn't have very many, um, credits as a, uh, director either. He has directed Toy Story. He's directing Toy Story Four. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed two other movies that were just that were just shorts. Um, he wrote a couple small things. Uh, he's mainly known for his work uh, in Inside Out, Up, and Ratatouille, which are other Disney Pixar movies. But that's okay. pretty much it. That's pretty much all he's got going for him. Well, Ratatouille was really successful. So it was. It was. Yeah. Um, but since then, also, uh, Will McCormick and Rashida Jones have stepped down as well. They said they were running into complications, <laughs> uh, whatever those were. And yeah. now now the team of writers that are involved here, um, it's a weird mishmash between the original story by John Lasseter, and now we also have Andrew Stanton, Pete uh, Dr. Lee Uncritch, 
Uh, and then we still have Will McCormick listed as a writer just because of his work. Strangely enough, Rashida Jones has been removed. Um, screenplay by Stephanie Folsom. And uh, it, so it's it's like a weird combination, a weird mishmash of people who started working on it and then left and then gave the reins to somebody else. And then those people left. And now there's new people involved. And hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I have no doubts whatsoever that it's going to be an awesome movie, and it's going to be well written, and it's going to be heart wrenching, like um, right, like uh, Tom Cruise and and Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tim Allen and um, yeah. um Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks <laughs> have said. Um, but it's definitely coming from a very strange uh, shuffling of cards. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think Pixar would have anything less. You know, it's just kind yeah. of. That seems to be Disney's thing too, because that happened. A l- well, I'm basing that statement entirely off of again Star Wars movies. If we go a single episode without mentioning Star Wars, it's going to be a miracle, right? But uh, everybody who's worked on the Star Wars movies, it seems like the directors or writers have been shifted around uh, since in the Star Wars movies since Disney has taken over as well, due to uh, uh, creative differences or this, that, or the other. So, yeah. Well, let's. Uh... Should we dive into cast then? Uh, yeah, we can we can dive into cast very quickly because there isn't a whole lot to report no, on. I it's think all expected. Kept, yeah, they've they've kept their regular cast. What's Tom fantastic? Hanks is reprising his role as Woody. Tim Allen yeah. is reprising his role as Buzz Lightyear, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, strangely enough, Michael Keaton is joining the cast. Ooh, did they say who is a character named Ken? So I don't know if that's a toy. Oh is wait, Ken. Ken is that the Ken doll? Yeah, Ken doll, yeah, possibly. Was so was he Ken in Toy Story two or three or whatever? Because Ken and Barbie made an appearance in Toy Story two. Toy Story two, I believe. Yeah, that was the one with Al Toys Barn. Al's Toy yeah. Barn. Keanu Reeves, as you said, has jumped on. Um, they're this. not telling us. They're not telling us who he is yet. Hmm. I'm really. I love Keanu Reeves. So you know what? Though I heard in one of the um, uh, heard in one of the articles I read. <laughs> in uh, reading one of the articles. Hey, um, listen, listen. You smell that? <laughs> to, to quote Ghostbusters. Oh, sorry. Goodness. Continue. Fun. Um, but anyhow, there was something mentioned how Keanu Reeves' character did sound a lot like Buzz Lightyear, and they were kind yep. of wondering about that. So I'm like, yeah. wait, you know, wait. What's is there a a? Because if you look behind me in the screensaver. Zerg is in that. I don't remember who Zerg was voiced oh, by. He's from Toy Story 2 as well. He showed up in Toy Story 2, 2. from Elf's Toy Barn. Um let me let me look that up as you're talking here. Yeah. So Emperor Zerg is is back and who knows if he's teaming up because at the end they had a whole like um oh, Lord, that was 1999. That whole parody though with Oof. Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and Zerg and Buzz. So that was kind of fun. So maybe Zerg's coming back to join the force, join the gang, join the Toy Story gang. Well, I also don't know that screenshot that you have back there. I don't know what that's from. I don't know if that's official material or not. It could just, if you got that from Google Images, you could have just grabbed that. That could be somebody just slapping the logo on the character uh, shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Andrew Stanton was the oh, voice of, of Zerg in uh, Toy Story 2. Oh, also, um, 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 Wheezy the Penguin. Oh, yeah. Wheezy's in that screenshot, too. Right, and he was in, in Toy Story 2 as well. 
So Zerg and Wheezy were in Toy Story 2. Neither of them, we know whether or not they're going to be in this Toy Story 4, but they're both in that image on your screen, so that could very well just be somebody photoshopping the logo on top of a character. Or or it could be a very old one from 2014. 2014 was when they announced Toy Story 4 originally? Oh, man. I can't remember. It's been so long. I think think it was 2014 was the original announcement. Maybe it was 2015? Uh, or maybe I think I'm getting that. I th- okay, never mind. I'm getting. I'm thinking 2015, but I'm getting that mixed up with some, uh, another movie that we're going to be uh, another trailer yeah. that we're going to be covering soon. So who knows how much imagery has been already kind of released or leaked out with the original storyline and right. then the change in this story and what have you. That being said, this movie is is set to release in June of 2019. So there's no actual um, date, or maybe there is. There's a little advertisement on the side of the screen here that says June 21st. So, um, June 21st, I guess. Okay. So that's about it. As far as cast and crew are concerned, you want to jump into, uh, actually uh, analyzing the trailer then? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, um, take a look. All right. So starting right off the bat, obviously we have the Disney and Pixar logos because they're both involved. We get a very bright, sunny shot leading directly into the characters all kind of in slow motion. They're all happy. They're all holding hands going in circles around the camera seeming to be in the center of the circle. What's the first thing you think of when you see this shot? I I don't have any idea. It's kind of dense. They're just kind of spinning around in a circle. I don't know. What what are you alluding to there? Um, and this is where I was talking earlier where if you dig or try to find extra meaning into this stuff, it gets kind of dark. Um, to me, it looks like they're playing Ring Around the Rosie. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I was would say that I was kind of feeling too. Which I don't know if you know kind of the meaning behind uh, Ring Around um, the Rosie. Yeah, that's right, right. Right. Uh, Ring Around the Rosie was actually yeah. a song and dance that uh, initially was supposed to represent the Great Plague in Britain. Right, where, because uh, the ring was the first indicator that mm-hmm. you ring around that. the rosy being um uh like the the spots that would show up on your skin when you got the disease right. would be a, it would be a dark color. spot with like a red ring around it mm-hmm. uh pocket full of posies being uh this was back before the days of deodorant and perfume um m- maybe i don't know if it was before the days of Deodorant, but basically where you would carry a, a bunch of flowers around in your pocket to kind of counteract the smell of the disease eating your body away and then ashes to ashes we all fall down obviously that's people dying so right, right. the idea of the characters doing this dance in this trailer if you want to read it that way is actually kind of morbid hmm. yeah it could be representing something we don't necessarily want to see <laughs> <laughs> something they almost did at the end of Toy Story 3 but ended up uh, not so yes <clears throat> So, um, also, um, before we even see that, we hear a song that is playing throughout the trailer. Well, I'm just going to say to add to that whole ring around the rosy kind of idea, there is this whole kind of foggy, mystic kind of like, you know, if someone's passing and they see the light, you know, Ooh, and and also Andy's room. uh, So if we want to dig deeper into that, Andy's, we were talking earlier about Andy's room and his wallpaper and being the clouds. And if the toys have been donated to the new, the new girl, 
we wouldn't be in this setting unless maybe that's their idea of the perfect heaven. If the toys, they, if when they die, you know, Mm -hmm. if we're taking a religious stance on this, uh, and the toys end up going to heaven, maybe their idea of, of a perfect afterlife is being back in Andy's room. Yeah. Or maybe (sighs) Andy is an elderly man or something. Oh, Oh, this is Andy's heaven. (laughs) Yeah. This could be Andy's heaven. Maybe Andy dies. Maybe he doesn't die, but maybe he has a near life, near death experience. He's doing too many drugs in college. Wow, this is supposed to be a happy film. What have we done? <laughs> I know. Well, they really set the tone at the uh, with with how they did. They handled Toy Story three, making it seem like yeah. all the toys were dying, and yeah. they ended on a happy note. But it's still kind of bittersweet. And well, they say it, that the end of this is going to be yeah. really heart wrenching. Yeah. We can only, yeah. I mean, we can only take this stuff and try to translate it into. Yeah, the most real and kind of uh, dirty, raw yeah. translation we can give it. Well, maybe with the way Hanks and Alan are talking about the, you know, keeping it together at the ending, who knows? We might, we might be kind of breaking through something here. I don't know. Oh I, man, I'll, I just suddenly got so sad. <laughs> uh, but they will keep it lighthearted. I know they will. They won't crush every child's dream uh so digging a little bit further into what we're not just what we're seeing but what we're hearing the song that's playing over the trailer um is a a song titled both sides now uh by an artist named judy collins it was a song from the 60s it was released in the 60s from her album wildflowers um and this also has an interesting take on these theories then speculation that we're throwing out here based on this trailer um if you I mean, you can hear the lyrics clearly in the trailer, but uh, I will go ahead and read some of these lyrics out loud. So um, maybe when they're read, they have a little bit more of an impact or you understand them a little bit more. So the lyrics of the song, as heard in the trailers, go as follows. Bows and flows of angel hair and ice cream castles in the air and feathers and feathered canyons everywhere. I've looked at clouds that way. But now they only block the sun, they rain and they snow on everyone. So many things I would have done, but clouds got in my way. And the whole theme of this song, all the lyrics that are in this song have to do with how everything looks awesome. Uh, and she sees everything in a positive light, but then suddenly she sees it in a negative light. There's two sides to everything. There's yeah. there's the cl- there's the I- idea of clouds being ice cream castles in the air, but there's also the idea of clouds just cover up the sun and they rain and snow on everyone. Wow. Which also kind of... Uh, at the time uh, when the main verse of the song is over in the trailer and it goes to uh, what would be the next verse of the song... It's um it it kills this happy vibe of the characters going around in a circle. It says next summer, uh, and then suddenly this new character shows up and says something that seems he seems to be having some sort of like freak out, um, f- thinking he's not a toy, um, and then all the characters are falling. If you notice that that bright exciting sun spot you were talking about that makes it feel heavenly um yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel and that haze is gone and everything is back to its normal color scheme and everybody's falling and in some cases in the case of mr and mrs potato potato head <laughs> literally falling apart yeah um uh rex is his name right the yes. the the dinosaur um yeah. at one point he says the panic is attacking me 
Oh. Yeah, and which is a weird way to say you're having a panic attack for the record. That's a, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um everything everything just kind of goes to chaos. And if you notice also the beginning of the trailer everybody's happy, everybody's fine, and then next summer is the phrase that ends up divide next summer and the lyrics to the song are, is the phrase that ends up dividing the happy, exciting thing and everybody falling apart. So maybe it's like, this is what you've felt so far, but next summer it's all going to fall apart. You know, yeah. if you were to try to kind of turn that visual into a sentence, maybe that's right. what they're trying to what, say. Right. Yeah. This is what you remember. And this is what's coming. Yeah. Right. Um, and also as can you Sorry. play that part? Can you play that part where uh, Forky actually voices that line? Yeah. Do you want me to turn the volume back on? Yeah. Let, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's let's let the listeners really. hear that. As I recall, I really don't know, Clyde. I don't belong here. <laughs> so. What Forky says there is he screams, I don't belong here. And then later on, uh, he also says, I am not a toy. Right. Um, two things that I think are interesting about, about Forky here, as far as character design and what that means within the Toy Story universe, and also as far as what the lines he's saying are. One, uh, so... You mentioned earlier uh, in Toy Story 1, we had Sid who was taking toys apart and making weird mutant toys out of them. Right. Um, that was an instance where somebody was making their own toys, but they were mishmashed mutants, um, weird science experiment combinations of toys that already existed. It seems, if I remember, I may be wrong here, and the listeners can throw in a comment or send us an email or chime in. Um, I think Forky is the first toy we've seen in the in the Toy Story movies that is just straight up built from things, not necessarily combined other toys, but just combined yeah. parts and pieces, popsicle sticks, um, uh, pipe cleaners, a f spork, right. some googly eyes. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a crafted play thing mm -hmm. that like if a child didn't have toys or, or was unfortunate to be in an environment where they grew up, where they didn't have those things to be able to make, that item to to play with and have as your as your figurine or your doll for playing yeah which i would argue is a toy in that yes you know in that, the context of it yeah yeah and what it represents yeah. and the play value that it ends that could arguably be more of a toy than a plastic you know store-bought thing that ends up being uh discarded or not touched very often you know sure and Sorry, i think that's yeah. where the, I gotta right? fix, I gotta fix this problem with my monitors trying to turn off all the time. Uh oh, yeah. Here, I'll shake my screen too, just so you don't feel left out. Okay. There we go. Um, but but yeah, I think that's I think that's might be part of what they're kind of you know uh, getting at uh, what you just said, and I totally lost what you just said. But um, well, also possibly this this concept of a toy that really should be considered a toy but thinks they're lesser uh if you were to equate this to or try to equate this to human and mm -hmm. you know right. this this could be a comment on human rights and right i don't know this it's Diversion. it's a concept that has been yeah. um visited in the Toy Story universe before, this idea of whether or not you're a toy and whether or not you're more than a toy, um, yeah. this is kind of going the other direction, whether or not you think you're actually less than a toy. Right. So. Right. 
you know, super interesting concepts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we're both thinking really hard. We both got real quiet. <laughs> but I think I think a good probably if I were to make a guess, a happy moral to the story that we're gonna get in in this movie is probably uh, Forky coming to terms with the fact that he's a toy, no matter where he came from or how he was built. If right. the kid plays with him, he's he's a toy. Yeah, you know, I just I, I just remembered you have an infinity for googly eyes too. I do. I love googly eyes; are the best thing ever. Yeah, and here's Forky with two different googly eyes. Would uh, you ever do that? Would you ever use two different size googly eyes? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. If it yeah, if uh, so for two reasons. This is and and are they even called googly eyes? Is that the right term? Um, yeah, I call them googly eyes. Googly eyes. Googly eyes. Oh, uh, Tim, the guy I work with, he said something the other day. He called them something different, and I was like, "That's not what they're called." Um, <laughs> I don't remember what he called them though. He didn't say googly eyes though. He said something totally different. Huh. Okay. Anybody have any different uh, names for the little funny eyes on Forky? <laughs> Let us know for sure. I also think Forky would be a really easy and fun. Uh, proper replica to make kind of like when i made uh plank a while ago just don't use chewing gum just find some clay that kind of that looks like it's clay i think it's clay <laughs> and not chewing gum bless you um, sorry boy this episode is so a little bit unique in its own way <laughs> i apologize <laughs> no it's all right it seems fitting for the for the film we're just a little bit off so then as everybody's falling apart uh, and Forky says, I'm not a toy. Um, and then oh, Woody, were you going to mention the, the, now what was the music that was behind that when everyone was tripping over each other and it was the same, it was the same song. Um, the lyrics changed. No, no, no. The lyrics stopped. I believe. Let me, let me double check that here. And then just the instrumental rolls. No Yeah, so uh, after the first, <clears throat> so there's the first verse, <laughs> yeah, the screenshot that I stopped on, uh, there's the first verse that I read out loud, and then there's the chorus, and then after after the end of the chorus, before the first, before the second verse starts, after she says, I really don't know clouds at all, um, that's when the lyrics stop, the music continues to play, uh, but it's just the characters falling apart to the music at that point. So there's okay. nothing, nothing else really music wise. I mean, this, the importance of the song, I feel is still there. Um, right. Right. But uh, there's no new things to report at that point. And uh, that's about, that's about uh, where we're at. I don't know how long we've been recording, but um, I don't really have anything else to say about this. Do you want to just roll into closing thoughts and, and uh, do you have anything else? Well, I, I think I like the point that you brought up the um, hotel aesthetic or carnival aesthetic lighting that's brought into the Toy Story logo uh, in um, other imagery, other trailers. And uh, I think that's really a... Oh, right here. yeah, yeah, <clears throat> the cover of that. Oh, and then you can see in the background a little bit of the Ferris wheel. Right, and in the other trailer... 
Um, I'll just pull it up here. I won't play the audio yet, but um, you can definitely see that imagery here. They're most certainly in that carnival or a carnival of some sort. Start. Oh, that Star Adventurer almost looks like a Pizza Planet knockoff. And the, the spaceship in there almost looks like a, a knockoff of Buzz Lightyear's uh, spaceship uh, it, that his uh, that his packaging was in the first movie. Yeah, and that's the best thing, the Easter eggs that uh, Pixar throws in. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be awesome to see uh, some of those. Did you know in... Um, you can kind of see what I'm talking about here. I was trying to see if I could find some sort of meaning in some of this stuff but it's all super generic there's i'm not seeing too much meaning here did you know in uh toy story one the floor the carpet in sid's house upstairs outside his room sorry was actually sorry i accidentally started playing the audio what did you say oh oh so uh toy story one sid's house Mm -hmm. upstairs Mm -hmm. there's a scene where sid's sister kind of runs through the the room or the hallway well the carpet in the hallway is the same carpet that is in the shining the same carpet. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. At the Overlook Hotel. Yeah, I remember that uh, being an Easter egg that people were pointing out years ago. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a cool reference. I think and they were they, I, that carpet is just an iconic carpet pattern. Yeah, and, and other filmmakers of, throw that in. Huh? Sid, to kind of put the Shining and Sid together is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, a kind of a subconscious. It's it's meant to make you feel uneasy if you're familiar with that movie. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't wait to see what they kind of toss in this one. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And the character animations, just because it's a, it's all updated technology and current. Um, I mean the the characters, the toy, the way the toys look, everything looks super high quality. It, I mean yeah. the animations look awesome. Well, yeah, these two characters at the carnival. Yeah, I just thought it was so well done. Not just that, just the characters. Also, the characters we're familiar with, the characters we've seen before. They they're looking pretty sweet just because it's it's up, probably updated in modern animation technology versus you know the original movies right without losing without losing right. who they who they are as their character sweet all right but yeah that's that's all i have um same, same. i feel Looking- like uh, i've already kind of given closing thoughts to, uh, was there anything left for you or no i am just you know hoping to heck that Forky finds his way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see there being possibly more than one Forky. Like a like a, a couple other forks that are also made for oh, interesting. toys. <clears throat> right. He finds his his clan, if you will. His clan. His clan of forks. <laughs> you know what though? That's the classic lunchroom spork though. There mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Beautiful. Anyways, uh, so that being said, I would like to open up the floor to our listeners and watchers. Um, what do you get? What do you? What do you all think? Do Do you think uh, what we dug out of this trailer? We can expect kind of a dark theme to this movie, or do you think we're digging too deep into it? I. It's you know up to you. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah, just open up the floor to you guys. Let us let us know what you think. Sorry, I just got I just got totally like sidetracked, brain sidetracked. Oh, it happens. It happens. Yeah, I would love to know if anyone kind of has some of the similar kind of thoughts and feelings or, you know, besides the toys, how is this connecting to the humans in the story of Toy Story? You know, Absolutely. kind of what's happening. What's happening there behind the scenes. 
and then uh, that being said, where can uh, Pete? Where can people find you? I am on the intranet, PeteBella.com, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I am on Twitter, but I don't really tweet as much as I should. Uh, should? I guess I should tweet more. Uh, I have a website and my own personal Twitter pages as well. As always, I will post links to those in the description of this uh, podcast. Um, you can find the show at TWTE Podcast, uh, both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and you can do a search for the World Through Electro Specs on YouTube. Uh, I've recently got all the uh, all the videos up. <clears throat> awesome. And, and everything's back in working order on that new Bye. channel. High five. Oh, high five. Oop, how do we? Oh, uh. <laughs> you gotta remember this now. Oh, I'm on the I'm the wrong way. It's this way. <laughs> Alright, well uh, And then you can also you can check us out on iTunes, subscribe on iTunes, leave us a rating on iTunes. Um, we're also on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and pretty much anywhere else you can get uh, your podcasts. Um, feel free to please leave us a review. It definitely helps us out. Uh, or leave comments on the YouTube video or the audio. Uh, you can leave comments on the main website too, but... Um, that's another thing the main website uh, TWTEpodcast.com just head over there and you can find links to literally everything I just said plus our our previous episodes definitely and let us know if there's anything you want us to analyze and see if we can find some lost path down that trailer as well (laughs) right Uh, definitely let us know what trailers you're interested in having us cover uh, in the future so, uh, yeah, I th- I'd say that's pretty much the end of it. I will go ahead and roll uh, yeah, the footage leave. and audio for the <laughs> the second teaser trailer. Yeah. And, uh, and then we'll call it a close. Leaving you guys with this. This is epic. I love it. I yeah, love it. It'd be nice if you'd be able to hear it, but the listeners yeah. can hear it. Yeah. Sorry, the audio doesn't pump through the the chat. <laughs> uh, we'll, be, we'll be all right. All right, here we go. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You said that? To your face? To my face. And then what happens? I get real close, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't care which cabbage patch you're from. (laughs) Give me back my Viewmaster before I knock the dimples off your face. Oh! Uh Uh (laughs) Oh, Okay. No, you did it. You don't even care, Uh, man. Hey, you are a I don't care bear. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Oh, Ducky. Yeah. You see the new movie trailer? For what? You ain't see it? Say what? What is it, buddy? Ducky. What? They're making another Toy Story movie. No! I thought those movies were done, dog. They made three movies. They did make three movies. This is number four. Oh, shoot! Come <laughs> on! I love the Toy Story, dog. Uh, Toy Story is my that's, jam. That's, what, wait, what about Buzz Lightyear stuff? I am Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger. <laughs> and then Woody's like, you are a toy! Oh, yeah, that's pretty good, Woody. Do the flying <laughs> thing he does. Do it, do it, oh, do oh. it. <clears throat> To infinity and your mom. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. That's not right. You sure? No, that's not right. I'm pretty sure that's it. No, 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 let me show you. To insanity and a blonde. What do you even... That's how it goes. Saying. No, that's how it goes. To immunity and respond. To indecency to and... Frequently. Hey, hey, guys, you got it all wrong. It's to infinity and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've heard. You can't go to infinity, dummy. It's, it's impossible. He up here talking about infinity. You don't go beyond infinity. You don't know nothing about science.